We spent quite a bit of time before Christmas looking at some topics around things like curiosity and the importance of questioning and not being afraid to be people who push the boundaries and challenge maybe the things that we've kind of always known and been told. And I suppose the essence was to try and encourage us to be brave, to be people who who will keep pushing forward and progressing. At the start of any year, the default for a lot of people is to ask those kind of self-reflecting questions of what am I going to do differently this year? And I know um, kind of coronavirus and all that kind of stuff has really upskilled so many of us and maybe we've been a lot more reflective than, than normal. Um, and maybe probably less knee-jerk reaction because the reality of how the world works and what we can and can't do is so different. But I do think that that desire to grow and change is a healthy thing for us to be looking at. And obviously we, we're coming off the backdrop of looking at these kind of topics. Um, but I wanted to kind of revisit it a tiny bit today. And I want to read a little passage from the Bible, um, I suppose, around this whole idea of growth and change. It's Luke 5, um, uh, verse 33, uh, through to the end of the passage, which is 39. And it says this, One day some people said to Jesus, John the Baptist's disciples fast and pray regularly, and so do the disciples of Pharisees. Why are your disciples always eating and drinking? Jesus responded, Do wedding guests fast while celebrating with the groom? Um, of course not, but someday the groom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. Then Jesus gave them this illustration. No one tears a piece of cloth from a new garment and uses it to patch an old garment. From then the new garment, uh, for then the new, the new garment would be ruined and the new patch wouldn't even match the old garment. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, for the new wine would burst the wineskins, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine must be stored in new wineskins. Now, the backdrop of this story is another classic scenario where people are trying to trip Jesus up, trying to criticise him, trying to catch him out. Um, they've just um, like slated him for who he's sitting and eating meals with. Um, and this time they're trying to catch him out around the rules of fasting um, and criticising his own followers. Why aren't they doing what they're supposed to do? And what I love about Jesus is he was never afraid to be revolutionary. He was never afraid to be brave in how he approached um, not just the questions of other people, but how he stood up for um, doing things a little bit differently. And I take real heart from Jesus's life as an example of someone who was never afraid to question the way things had always been done in order to find um, a way to move forward. So I feel, I feel kind of encouraged by his um, willingness to push the boundaries. And I suppose when I look at that kind of stuff, I want to emulate that. I don't want to do it for the sake of it, but I want to be prepared to ask questions and, and uh, investigate stuff further. As I move forward in life, as different things happen in the world, I want to be prepared to ask big questions, especially of things that, that um, have maybe been kind of fundamental or foundational in, in what I've always thought and been told. And if God wants to reveal something to me about that, I want to be really open to it. But what I found being on this journey for a while is that it can be quite hard to go through that process. Brian McLaren in uh, his book, A Great Spiritual Migration, 
talks about when we're going through these kind of questioning times and where we're kind of asking questions of maybe what we've always been told. He talks about the fact that sometimes we have this little inner fundamentalist that sits on our shoulder that reacts on our behalf when, when we read something or we come across something or we encounter something that, that rubs us up the wrong way according to what we maybe used to think. It kind of almost becomes our, our super sensitive um, spiritual conscience. Um, and sometimes that's quite useful, but we've got to be prepared to understand that sometimes it's a defence mechanism that is warning us away from the fact that we are asking some big questions that might be quite scary. And I suppose what Brian McLaren encourages us to do is push the boundaries with that and not allow the inner fundamentalist um, to stop us asking questions and pursuing God even more uh, through some of these difficult discussions. So it can be really hard to do it. But as we can see, Jesus did it. Jesus would push the boundaries. He wouldn't just do what everyone else has always done. He would do what he thought was right and what he felt was right, according to what God was saying to him. And sometimes we find ourselves in situations where the noise around us or the community around us or the situations that we've, we've grown up in can make us feel like there's no room for us to ask certain questions and, and go in a certain direction. Um, but I really want to encourage us today to be brave. And I suppose the thing I want to quickly talk about today is the importance of unlearning things. The importance of unlearning. We often focus on the need to learn things and, and develop new thoughts and feelings and perspectives. But what we don't always acknowledge is that clash that happens when we don't unlearn something, when we don't acknowledge that something isn't helping us and isn't allowing us to grow and move forward anymore. And being able to recognise things that need to be unlearned and, and kind of break away from old ways of thinking and old habits and old ways of behaving is, is one of the most important things that we need to do if we want to be prepared to move forward. And I, I think, in essence, this is what Jesus is talking about when he's talking about you don't put um, new wine into old wineskins because they're not compatible. The wine will split the, split the old wineskins and they will destroy those skins and they'll be useful, useful for nothing because there's no compatibility there. And what I love about that is there's this essence in that story of the, the importance and need for there to be new structures and new, new kind of progressive ways for things that move forward in the future. So I think Jesus was, was, on, was on that journey, was, was pushing boundaries, was being prepared to do those kind of things. But for me, unlearning is, is an essential part. And I, would, I look back on my kind of spiritual journey over the last three or four years, and I would say me and Han had a, a period of six months where we spent most of our time unlearning things that we'd acquired over the years, uh, questioning things that maybe we never felt that comfortable with, but we're now free to be able to question and we're able to really kind of have space and time to be able to think about that stuff and discover new things because we've made some space to do that. But do you know what I found in that whole kind of process is that, is that if we don't unlearn, 
then that confusion that comes with trying to question things and trying to work out kind of what I think and feel and where I fit and who I am becomes really, really hard. And, and the greatest barrier to unlearning, I would say, is probably momentum. Momentum of life, the speed of life, um, the kind of um, the momentum that carries us forward when we're parts of kind of communities, sometimes friendship groups that all have a common thread and common feeling of this is what we think and this is how we work. Sometimes the status quo demands that we just carry on, we keep the peace and we just keep moving forward. Um, but there's not much opportunity to stop then and unlearn and, and question things and create space to be able to try and find out um, some new perspectives and some new thoughts on stuff. So I suppose for me at the start of this year, what I really want to encourage us to do is be prepared to take that time, take that space to be able to unlearn some things. And I would say the last six months have been so interesting around this topic that as we look at stuff to do with, say, the Black Lives Matter movement um, and everything that happened in America around that, one of the things that came to light, I suppose, is that some of us realise, especially white people, we realise that actually white privilege really impacts the way that we think and feel about the world. Our experience is really dominated uh, and our perspective is dominated by white privilege. And I would say this whole idea of unlearning with, with a topic like that, we have to unlearn some of those, um, some of those perspectives and thoughts around um, th that we've maybe gained from the privilege that we have of being white. Um, and not having the struggles that many um, of our kind of um, black brothers and sisters have had to deal with, um, the, the kind of systemic racism that they've had to deal with in just the way that life works, um, the, the harder that they've had to try in order to be accepted or acknowledged or recognised in their kind of uh, communities, in their fields of work, whatever it might be. We have to unlearn something that maybe we didn't even realise was there with that. And I would say spiritually, even when we look at what happened in Washington a couple of weeks ago, we look at um, things that were done in the name of Jesus that, that were evangelical acts um, from, from what some people would, would talk about. We, we have to be prepared to stop and question, well, what is it that I think that is different from the way those people were behaving. If I don't think they represented Jesus, then what is it that, that, that is stirring in me that, that, that maybe I need to unlearn bits that, that maybe I've just acquired in just normal kind of um, Christian perspective and teaching that I've just been um, exposed to over the years. And not all of that stuff is bad, but you know what, sometimes we find things that actually we realise don't resonate with us and aren't that helpful for us. I feel like I'm probably a bit jumbled today in what I'm saying. But I suppose the simple message is this. Let's never be afraid to stop the bus. Let's never be afraid to slow down the treadmill um, or take a time out 
in order to be able to stop and ask key questions in our lives about things that really matter. If we're finding we're in situations where we can't believe that certain people are being treated that way or that that, that kind of perspective has that negative impact on other people, don't ever be afraid to stop yourself and think about it. I think this is the kind of person that Jesus was, that, that recognised the need for unlearning and, and learning something new um, that is a better way to progress forward. So let's follow his example. Let's not be afraid when the questions come from other people about why don't you do this? Why do you think that? Why do you allow people to do that? Why do you sit with those people? Why do you eat with those people? Why are you associated with those kind of people? Don't ever be afraid to stand up just as Jesus did and give um, a kind of loving, godly, wise perspective back in the face of those kind of things. Because sadly, sometimes those, those elements still happen. So it's a simple message today. Never underestimate the importance of unlearning. Um, don't get carried away with the momentum of life and fail um, to find the time to stop and do that. And I really hope for each and every one of us, if we can make um, this a key part of, of who we are as we move forward in life, there will be people who find space. Um, who find opportunity to, to discover and pursue God even more. And I hope that each of us will find new ways of hearing from him and I suppose just become a little bit clearer in our identity as, uh, as children of God and, and really knowing what that means for us. So let's just pray. Father God, thank you for this time together. Pray that you would uh, speak to us um, through the things that have been said God, help us just to ponder and wonder um, and pursue you and talk to you about anything that is, is bothering us. And God, I pray you bring people around us who help us on this journey and that we'll be people who chase after you. And, um, and God, ultimately, we find you and we know more about you as a result of that journey. So be with us now. Amen. So have a brilliant week. Um, hopefully um, you're all OK and uh, we look forward to seeing you again soon. Take care.